decide to sit down to dinner. I really think you and Dork got off on the wrong foot. Uh, look, you said the stuff is on you. I ain't gonna turn down free food. Dork's an amazing cook. And you can find some really amazing ingredients soaring throughout the galaxy. Mm. Oh, this is a great salad. Mm. Wait until the Turkisaur reaches just the right tenderness. Mm. Got a little bit of a kick, though. Mm. That's the Neptunian pickle fuse. Neptunian, as in Neptune, home of the pickle people? Yes, that's Hobba's home planet. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean there are pickle people in my salad? What? No, no, those are just plant life. Oh, Lord, I've been soiling green. <laughs> Give me that! You do know that salad dressing. So that's why it was so thick and viscous. I gotta get out of here. But the Turkosaur! But, but, we're on, we're on! I have to go introduce the story. See you later, work. It's dark! Hello, kids. It's your pal, Captain Audio. And you know what that means? Another thrilling tale set deep in the heart of space. We've taken you to Venus. We've taken you to Neptune. And now we're taking you to... Mars? Mars. You got me dressed up like this for Mars. Why not get Elon Musk to introduce this one? Don't tempt me. Eh, never mind. He'll probably claim he invented the idea for audio drama. Or audio itself. <clears throat> As you know, boys and girls, that when we go to other planets, there are also strange new creatures to meet and kill. So join me as I recount the tale of Flint Baker and the one-eyed monster men of Mars. When Flint Baker's scientist father died, he was left with the task of completing the first rocket ship to be sent to Mars. Now it is finished and ready for flight. We begin our story inside a grim, gray prison. Well, Baker, the government just okayed it. You can have your men. Grant, Godwin, Parks, you are free thanks to Mr. Baker here. Now I'm not offering you too much freedom. Perhaps you'll soon long for a comfortable prison. Flint takes the trio back to his home. Wait a minute. Comfortable prison? Did this writer know anything about prisons in the 30s? In prison, gentlemen, 
you were condemned to die. Your lives aren't worth much more now, for I don't believe you'll ever see this Earth again. Nobody would sign up with my crew on a trip to Mars, so I chose you, three ex-mechanics. We're with you, Mr. Baker. From now on, our hearts belong to you. <laughs> <laughs> At first, the men were skeptical. But after two weeks of Flint's instructions, the convicts are raring to go. The dangers of this strange trip, no worry to them. Then, one evening, a terrific detonation launches Flint Baker's rocket ship into space, leaving behind the ever-diminishing Earth. At a speed of eight miles a second, the ship tears directly through space until... There's our new home, boys. Let's eat. Hey! A dame! Hello, boys. Mind if I have a little sandwich, too? I'm Mimi Williams of the New York Globe, here to ride up this flight. You little fool! You'll never get back to Earth! I had to turn you around and dump you out! <gasps> um, well, uh, I guess you can stay. As the crew continues on their way to Mars, the ex-convicts tell of their crimes. I'm Harry Parks. The fireman on my locomotive was drunk. He wanted to run the engine himself. He whipped out a gun and threatened me. A shovel put him to sleep for good. Fate was against me, and I was sent up for murder. Uh, I'm Phil Goodwin. Uh... Some gangster fell in love with my kid's sister, and she thought she loved him and refused to listen to me. That crook was rotten through and through. At the wedding, I lost my head. Bang! I'm Cliff Grant. Years ago, I worked for a man who was crazy, but he had hypnotic powers and used me to carry out his plots. I was picked up for murder. Later, he was discovered and put in jail, but he escaped. After weeks of monotonous traveling, they reach Mars! Stand by to land. Just think, Mimi. We're the first Earth people to land on Mars. Look, Flint, in that valley. It's... A battered old rocket ship. Look at that metal tube. Something terrible must have happened to leave that poor man savage like this. Inside the tube, Flint finds an old letter. So I conclude this notice. It is a month after arrival here on Mars from Earth. If anyone reads this, I say again... Keep away from the dark side of Mars. Looks like we'd have some fun on the dark side. Let's get the car. Now to explore the surrounding neighborhood. Does it occur to you that these highways are the canals visible to our astronomers? Look at those vehicles streak past us. Wow, look at that! 
a wondrous city looms up before them. The heroes approach the gates, but... Zaka Kayor, Sal Rock, Esther. So, you are from Earth. We have waited so long. Come, you can help us. The beautiful Martian woman leads Flint and his crew into one of the buildings. Noble mother, ruler of Rue, I bring you brave Earthmen. I... and my... Daughter! Princess... Vega... I... Your hosts! by us from the light side. They set up a dictatorship on the dark side of Mars, using the monsters there to war upon us. You may enlist us in your army to rid Mars of these fiends. Hot dog! Meanwhile, on the dark side, Sarko, the last of the wicked Earthmen, prepares an attack with the aid of the one-eyed monster man. I will rule over the warm light side of Mars. Attack! Send loose our air force! Judas, here they come! In an inner room, Vega presses a button, and a glass-like dome covers the city. to attack. We're heading back. So, you failed? There is only one other method of attack. 
hand-to-hand -hand struggle and bring back Princess Vega to me. Oh, oh, look at those things. They're practically all legs. Oh, they're busting through the dome. Vega and Mimi, they're gone. We're lost. There's nothing left to do. Oh, she's actually dead. Oh no. Sorry about her, but we're not licked yet. <laughs> Give us some guns. Now, armed with the death-dealing ray guns, Flint and his friends roar down the highway to their spaceship. Load him aboard. Careful, this is the last gun. This must be Zarko's fort. Let's strike. Put on these black robes. We'll be invisible on the dark side. The four Earthmen climb the wall, only for Grant to take on a grim look once he sees Sarko's face. Look! To Vega, Princess of Rue, I give death. To Mimi, the Earth Girl, I give immortality to be with me forever. What the fuck, Grant? Um. I thought that was my line. Sorry, carry on. So, you're the guy terrorizing this planet, Sarko? Why, yes. Back on Earth, you were called Sapo. Never heard of him. Before you broke jail to come here on your rocket. Doesn't ring a bell. And you're the guy who hypnotized me into committing murder and left me take the rap. Oh, well, yeah, but... This? You can keep your old ray guns. I'll put my opponents out of commission with my 38. Uh, pity about Grant, though. He's dead. He died bravely. Get to the ship. What a story that would make in our newspaper. Gosh, if only I had a phone. Perhaps I can give you some more material for good stories. Okay. And so, Flint and his men have liberated Mars from the menace of the One-Eyed Monster Men and their leader, Sarko. Although, I don't know how he got to be a general and evil mastermind. Hypnosis can only take you so far. But! There are more adventures to be had. More discoveries to be made. Thanks to Flint Baker and his valiant crew. 
And as long as they don't try to find out how monster men taste, they did make a big deal about how leggy those guys were. And you never know what those aliens will eat. It's not what you think, it's a tuba! You shut up! I'll metastasize you, you tumor. What dangers await them? What horrors will chill them? Will they go to other planets and only dine with the residents until they thoroughly inspected their dishes? There's only one way to find out, space kids. Keep your gaze to the stars, your eyes facing forward, and an open mind when you venture into the public Domain! You've been listening to Flint Baker and the One-Eyed Monster Men of Mars, adapted by Thomas DJ, with sound design by Chris Honeywell, music by Audionautics.com, and performed by the Akadekagonagon Theatre Works. Chris Honeywell was horror host. Eugene R. Hendricks was Spacehawk and Cliff Grant. Thomas DJ was Dork. Luke Giaconetti was the Warden. James Hickson was Flint Baker. Chris Tyler was Fred. Nicole Tompty was Producer and Gary. Casey Boudinot was Mimi. Sarah Palmero was Princess Vega. Vanessa Van Zare was the Ruler. David Ellis was Sarko. And Rory Blackman was the Dark Martian Pilot. This audio play was based on the story written by Dick Briefer with art by Lou Fine, featured in the Fiction House comic Planet Comics No. 1 and is in the public domain. If you enjoyed this story, it and many other comic books in the public domain are available at digitalcomicmuseum.com. Please visit and support them. Please contact us at 8twinfo at gmail.com and join the conversation in the 8TW Discord. You can find the invite at 8TW.blogspot.com. Until next time, good night. that actress anyway somebody get her some coffee take her to craft services is she moving medic medic <laughs>